0: She's keeping us informed. It's Gail O'Neill, the uh, Sangamon County Public Health Director. How are you doing this morning? Pretty well. And you? Good. Staying healthy. Uh, And I think that's uh, the goal that everybody has these days. I think so, too. So um, so give us a lay of the land here. Uh, And and I didn't know about Brother James Court until Chris had mentioned it this morning. But uh, what's going on there? And we'll uh, talk about uh, maybe some of the other areas. There may be some concerns.
1: Well, brothers James Court ended up having some some cases of uh, COVID-19, a couple staff, and uh, quite a few residents, uh, I think 16 generally. You know, once there's one or two people positive, especially in a close period of time that might be related to a facility, you know, we call that an outbreak even if it's small at this point. I believe there's at least 16 positive residents and um, three symptomatic employees that work with them.
0: Um, so what happens in those cases with those residents? I mean, are they they, well, they just monitored for the severity of their symptoms and if it gets out of hand, they then go to the hospital or are they quarantined at that facility?
1: Well, they stay at the facility as long as they're healthy enough to, anytime there's a concern, um, breathing issues, critical things because they, they can keep track of their oxygen levels. Um, if it goes like between below 92, then it's time to get to the hospital because breathing is impaired. Um, but the, um, actually, some of the staff that are positive help take care of the residents, if they're well. I mean, many of these people, people these days are symptoma- asymptomatic, mm-hmm. so they're really not having any signs that they're ill. They didn't know they were ill and could spread the virus. So some of them are staying with the residents or working. Generally, when we have this in a facility or a long-term care facility at any of those places, um, people that have tested positive generally and are well generally take care of those that are positive as well.
0: Talking with Sangamon County Public Health Director Gail O'Neill, Brother James Court, having, uh, as you said, uh, 16 uh, cases among uh, residents there and several among staff. Um, Where are we seeing what could be considered outbreaks? Are they happening only at congregate settings or are they happening at uh, some of the places targeted by mitigations in other parts of the state, bars and restaurants?
1: Well, that's one of the things that's difficult for us to know sometimes. People have gotten, the only way we know where people work or or where their history might have been is if they kind of share that with us in contact tracing, and people are a little more reluctant to do that, so we don't totally know. Um, We know the facilities need to report so it doesn't turn into a huge event. Um, Contact tracing kind of gives us some information about what's going on out in the community and, um, you know, where there, there might have been some events. Now, we might be just seeing, you know, we the contact traces. you know, ask, have you been to a, an event or someplace with a lot of people? And so we get that information um, from time to time. It's easier when we find some family members, which we've seen quite a bit. Um, you know, once one person in the family and you're living in the same household, there's almost bound to be any, at least another person or two in the household or family, um, extended family that may be infected too, which could have started from an event.
0: Which is very similar to a congregate setting. I mean, because congregate settings are people living in close quarters (laughs) together. But, Gail, (laughs) (laughs)
1: absolutely. I I picked up something, Gail, that
0: was a little interesting, though. You know, much like the police have trouble sometimes cooperating with witnesses, are you getting any apprehension from people that you do contact tracing with that don't want to turn in a bar or a restaurant?
1: Absolutely. Um, We, you know, they don't want to get somebody in trouble. They don't want to either admit they, you know, were there. It kind of makes me feel like, really, (laughs) you know, probably not a good decision, but this is a virus. I mean, um, you can kind of, nobody blames you if you catch the flu or anything else most of the time from them, or you don't know where you picked it up. So this is the same with the the COVID or if, um, you know, you know, you weren't socially distanced, they don't want to, you know, this is talking about a 14 day isolation and quarantine, which is hard on people. The other thing that we've found is that our phone lines um, we're using lots of phones and the number comes up, you know, or something you may not recognize. So we've been trying to get the word out that, um, you know, if you've had a COVID test and um, are waiting for a contact tracer to call, just expect some different numbers. We've been using this um, computer system that the state has asked us to use, and it's been very valuable. So now, if the, um, and the contact contact tracers are doing that, they're using a computer with a headset that actually does come up and says IDPH or you know, SCDPH, so that you do know that it's a contact tracing line.
0: Singham County Public Health. Help. The Sangamon County Public Health Director, Gail O'Neill, joins us. So I just want to kind of reiterate what I'm hearing here. We know that there are outbreaks that are occurring at congregate settings like nursing homes or other types of uh, operations like Brother James Court. We know that the you know that a lot of times this is spreading uh, uh, among family members that are living in close quarters. But because of the possible apprehension of people sharing personal information, we're speculating this is happening at bars?
1: Uh, we're speculating, yes, but, but in many cases, we don't know unless there's a common work link um, or people tell us, you know, they've been to dinner or they've been, you know, out someplace fun <laughs> for them. And, um, you know, so it's it's really um, kind of widespread in our community now. So there's many um, places we're just not finding out as much. We do get a lot of um, complaints and issues and people send us pictures where we know that the after, after the fact that the social distancing or masking wasn't there in a large crowd. Um, it's just, you know, we want people to help us how to mitigate this. It's not a, you know, unfortunately, it's kind of got to be a, um, more like a reprimand. You know, well, <laughs> that and, and,
0: and, and, to that, and to that effect, um, I mean, one of the powers that counties have, uh, from my understanding, even before COVID, uh, if there was an infectious disease, uh, at the county level, you guys could go and shut a place down. It would trigger due process and have the courts involved in like a 48-hour you know, due process issue. But, you know, the county would have to prove that there's an outbreak there at this location and so on and, and cease operations there for a time period. Uh,
1: has that happened
0: on any level in Sangamon County uh, with COVID-19?
1: Well, we had um, a couple places early on. Um, Chatham, I believe, we had a couple common links. um Crows Mill had kind of come out early on and said yeah. that they were now, whether they,
0: and they were voluntarily restored, they voluntarily put that out. Right? Yeah.
1: Um, and they kind of let us know so that we could let people know if there was something going on. The, um, we do have the power to, you know, close someplace down or restrict activity. If we know for a fact that someone is causing an, you know, an imminent health hazard to people that we could certainly go in and close down the facility. Our, um, bars and restaurants and things have been open with us and saying they've got employees that are, but have tested positive. They send them on their way. They clean, they do some things to cooperate. If we did know that there was actually a person who was um, working and infectious, we do have the means to um, make them stay home or at least with some some court action or um, encourage the facility. But generally it's not the facility that's spreading this. This is a people spread. Yeah.
0: So, but but have has the county have county officials taken those steps in any instances where it, it's have. taken the legal process of saying you guys have to if you if you leave this place you're going to be in big trouble.
1: Yeah. We um, have written early on with the uh, mitigation that the county put into place. But we were in the orange and so we had to prove to IDPH that we're trying as a community to not go backwards and to try to get a handle on this. Um, we did do some. Um, going out and issuing citations to facilities where well, we knew that we had provided them information that said you know it's your responsibility to control the crowds and mask your staff make sure that your mask has your staff is wearing masks that's pretty much what we had asked them to do at that time and felt that they had been informed um, so we did you know make sure that we provided a citation and an opportunity for a hearing the um, we had gone since the governor's rule came into effect that said that there are some needs to manage having people come in with masks on that we had to um, provide some of more of a warning status first and then we could go with tickets. But right now we have not um, seen the spread. I think everybody's been a little more careful. Um, We do write warnings and give people information and um, respond to complaints.
0: Sangamon County Public Health Director Gail O'Neill, thank you so much for taking time with us this morning. Greatly appreciate it.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.